Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Natch 20 Review. I'm your host, and talking with me today is... Pookie. Shadow Chorus. Units. And two of them need to be louder. Anyways, uh, welcome. Today we're talking about... So we're veering a little bit into uh, a territory that we wanted to review for a while. Uh, that being Magic the Gathering. But we're not reviewing specifically Magic the Gathering because there's always a, there's already 101 podcasts talking about Magic the Gathering. Also, it's such a huge game, it'd take forever. It's true. Instead, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about the Planeswalker decks that came out uh, with the release of the most recent uh, expansion of Magic the Gathering. That is Kaladesh. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Magic the Gathering is a card game originating in... 95. 95, that's right. It was the year uh, Shadow Force was born, actually. Um, uh, originating in 95, made by Richard Garfield, whose games we've reviewed before. Um, it, it's sort of his most famous it, game. It's, it's his most famous game. Uh, it is a game in which two spell slingers, known as Planewalkers currently, previously... I don't know what the players were called back when players. they started. Just <laughs> players. players, but um, basically, uh, take a deck that they have constructed or pre-constructed decks, such as these, uh, of forty to sixty cards, depending on the format that you're playing in, um, or a hundred cards, or a hundred cards. It's true for some formats, uh, and you play the cards out. Uh, you have lands that generate mana. You've got creatures and creatures, sorceries, and instant speed cards that. Uh, do various effects and cost an amount of mana indicated in the upper right-hand corner. Some cost one. The most expensive one costs 13. Um, so, I, I think I think 13 is the most expensive. 15. Emrakul is 15. Is Emrakul 15? I thought it was 13. New Emrakul, 13. Okay. Well, We're, 15 then. We can't explain the entire rules of magic no, here. No, But this, I'm just giving you a basic overall. Uh, the game is played out with five colors of magic plus colorless. Uh, the colors are red, blue, black, white, and green. Um, colorless is often referred to as brown because artifacts used to be colored brown instead of gray, which they are now, etc., etc. Um, There's a lot of nicknames yeah. and games with long histories yeah, this have names that have histories as long as the game. Yes, that was a redundant statement and also a reductive statement. Congratulations. Ah, <laughs> um, so redundant. <laughs> was redundant, yes. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a long storied game uh, with a lot of stuff. Um, and we will occasionally use terms. We've used terms from this game, you know, referencing other games. We're going to use a lot of terms that if you don't know, I'll try to. We'll try to explain any obscure terms. I, I will try to avoid making complicated references. Yeah, but if you don't know the terms that we're looking for, if you don't know the terms that we're saying, you can look up anywhere online a terms glossary for Magic the Gathering. Um, so yeah, let's get started. So the two Planeswalker decks that came out were the Chandra and Nissa decks. Uh, Nissa is a green-blue deck, and Chandra is a uh, red-white deck, colloquially known as, well, conversely, uh, both of them Simic and Boros. Uh, Simic being the blue-green, Boros being the red-white. Um, and they're replacing what they used to do uh, what they did recently, uh, which were called intro packs. Uh, prior to this, prior to the release of Kaladesh, uh, every with every expansion, Wizards would release uh, an intro pack, which sort of gave you a little bit of the flavor of this of the series uh, of of, the, of this expansion, uh, while also giving you a multicolored deck that was pre-built. And and they sucked. They sucked. Yeah, they they were pretty bad. Um, mostly they were bad because they didn't necessarily teach you anything about. 
the set, they just taught you how to play the game with some cards from the set. And they also had cards that were really... They had a lot of stinker cards. They didn't want to... Magic economy is a complicated thing, and they didn't want to give you super valuable cards, because then they people buy them and start selling the cards out of them, and it gets complicated. Yeah. But at the same time, oftentimes you ended up with some of the worst cards in the set making yeah. up half your deck. Because you can't fill out a deck, you can't fill out a pre-built deck with good cards. Otherwise, why buy the booster packs? You know, they don't want to shoot themselves in the foot. So what they've done um, is instead of doing that, they're still trying to teach people magic with these decks, and we're going to go over how well these decks could teach somebody magic. Um, what they're instead doing is taking a custom Planeswalker, a brand new Planeswalker that's standard playable. And a, a Planeswalker is a unique type of card that is super rare and normally very expensive for new players to get their hands on. Yes, and so they've made a they made a brand new unique Planeswalker for each deck and built the decks around the Planeswalker. Um, which means that some, you know, there, there will be some cards in there that are maybe a little bit more powerful than you would normally find in these, but they're geared towards working with the Planeswalker rather than being the kind that you would find in a normal booster pack. Um, most of the car- all the cards in these decks are standard playable, uh, including the Planeswalker, which is, I think, new for constructed decks. Like, the dual decks aren't standard playable the, normally. The, the, the way that... Formats basically standards anything within the past two years. The dual decks that they printed, they just pull whatever cards whenever. Um, this deck, all the cards are either from the set or were specially built for the set and are considered for all legality purposes to be from the Kaladesh. Yeah. They have which the Kaladesh logo. Because you can't get cards like Flame Lash, which is in the Chandra deck, in Kaladesh booster packs, but they have the Kaladesh logo. So yeah, they're from the Kaladesh, Kaladesh set. Legal. That's a bunch of bunch of fancy language. Basically, means they want to print decks that have cards that you can actually play. Yep. So um, I don't know if there's anything else we want to talk about. We'll talk about the specific Kaladesh mechanics as we go as we come across them. Each each deck focuses. Actually, we can do that now. Each deck focuses on one mechanic new to Kaladesh. Uh, the Nissa deck focuses on energy which introduces a new type of resource that you can uh, accrue and spend for a variety of effects. It's basically an alternate version of mana specific to Kaladesh. Um, there are a variety of cards that generate it. Uh, sorcery speed cards generate it. Uh, monster creature cards generate it. There are artifact cards that generate it. And multiple different cards do different things with them. The most common one, and in Nissa's deck, I think the only one of like three uses of energy in Nissa's deck is... Uh, creatures that spend energy to buff themselves, to give themselves additional power and toughness. There's a couple creatures, there's, there's a couple that tap creatures or do other yeah, things. Yeah, like tapping, tapping and uh, mana cycling are the other two things that, that are in this deck. Um, tapping being preventing a card from being used this turn, for turning, lack of a better word. Literally turning it sideways. Um, Which means it can't do anything. Yep. The card is sideways, it can't do anything. It's weird, but... And then Nissa's deck... Or sorry, Chandra's deck focuses on vehicles, which is a new type of card. They're artifact creatures that come into the come into play as an artifact, and then when you crew them, there's a crew... Which one of the new abilities? A crew means to tap a creature whose cost is equal to the crew... Power. Or whose power is equal to or greater than... Or a number of creatures whose cumulative power is equal to or greater than the crew number. 
For instance, there's a vehicle in there that crews for one, which means you need to have a one power creature. You tap that creature, and now this artifact becomes an artifact creature. In, um, in non-technical terms, it basically means you can use your creatures, and instead of attacking or blocking with them... You, you turn on these vehicles. You turn on the vehicles. <laughs> they get in the vehicle, and they crew in. Yep. So, and, and so Chandra's deck has creatures that affect the vehicles that they crew, a number of vehicles that are powerful and, and, and flexible... Um, and then support for that being burn spells and then Chandra herself. Um, yeah. I think, I think it's everything. So let's go ahead and start with the first, you know, first thoughts. Uh, you know, what, what do you think? Can first I be not first? You don't want to be first? All right, Thank Shadow Course, go first. Um, the decks are fun. Like, I, I, I enjoy both the decks. They're obviously not going to be the best cards. I do like that they made some cards unique to the decks, because these are just for these planeswalkers. Chandra has um, a creature card that is more powerful if you have if you have Chandra on the battlefield. Uh, the Chandra planeswalker and Flame Lash, which is Chandra's signature fire spell, basically. Yep. Um, and it is a very straight... Interesting things. They synergize well. A lot of the previous intro decks were just like groups of cards together, and these decks have synergy. Um, the only thing I, I love what they were able to do to put Planeswalkers in a deck, and while there's only one copy of the Planeswalker, they put cards in to find the Planeswalker. The only thing that's kind of off-putting that I noticed was none of the cards explain the mechanics of basic keywords. There's there are certain words like trample, flying, vigilance. That are called keywords. This guy has flying vigilance and lifelink, and it doesn't tell you what any of those things do. Yeah. It, it, p- people who have played Magic are understand to know what they mean because they're used all the time. They're referred to as quote-unquote evergreen mechanics. These car And intro packs always had little parentheses being like trample. This means that if this creature deals damage in excess well, and, of a creature's toughness... And that was toughness, in the instructions, though. Like, that was in the books that came... The little booklets that came it, with it was it. in the booklets, but it used to be on the cards, and it not being on the cards... And because they've stopped doing that, because they've stopped doing corsets, having to refer to the rules all the time is much less fun than just being able to like, oh, it's written on the card what flying means. It yeah. can't be blocked except by creatures with flying. Yeah, and because you run into the issue of doing things like what we're doing right now, which is what we use a lot. We're using a lot of keywords in this podcast, and we're going to use a lot of keywords in this podcast. And because we know what they mean, we don't have to explain them, and or we don't we don't think to explain them. And they've done the same thing with these cards. So it's it's a better built deck, but it it doesn't feel like an intro deck in terms of how bad it is. But it also doesn't feel like an intro deck in terms of how well it explains itself. So and and, and the red white deck is definitely much more self explanatory than the green deck. And to be fair. Um, they don't call themselves intro decks anymore. No. That's part of the thing. It's like they're sort of rebranding that and stepping away from less teach you to play magic and more teach you to play this set. Yeah. Please? Um, it's quick and easy to learn. It's not my style at all, I don't think. The Nissa deck? Yeah. I, well, I mean, the, I, I, don't, I also don't play green and blue, usually. Yeah. And I didn't enjoy it. What about the Chandra deck? I didn't play that. Yeah, deck. we only played like one game with her. She didn't get to play the oh, Chandra deck. Yeah. Did you? I, I thought you. Got, did you guys not play at home? She wasn't feeling. We well. didn't get a chance to. Oh, okay. So. Plus, it's, it's worth noting. I, you, you never feel particularly incentivized over playing the one deck to play the other one. The deck didn't make you want to play more. Yeah, I didn't really want to play it again. 
Like, I saw what William, like, what William's deck had, but I also agree, like, I think the hand that I had, the cards that I had, they weren't very descriptive on what they did. I don't know if it's just the cards that I had. Well, the blue-green deck is a synergy deck, which kind of requires you to understand a lot of magic stuff. I think, yeah, the the blue-green deck is definitely the deck that... While it is good for a new player, it's good for a new player who has the the synergy mentality, the person who wants to make their entire deck. And there are people who innately, playing a card game, want to have their entire deck work together as one unit. Now, this deck does look a lot better. Yeah. The uh, the Chandra the, the deck is a lot simpler, and I, I, I didn't realize you didn't get a chance to play it, because that's why I sent it with you guys. To... Anyways. Um... But yeah, the uh, the the of the two decks, the sh- the this one is definitely more complex. Like, uh, it also takes on the more complex mechanic. Vehicles are very simple. We've had artifact creatures before. We've had activated artifact creatures before. Like like you know, as recently as the charms in ga- in, in Return to Ravnica. Like yeah, you you pay yeah, mana, it you, becomes a creature. You pay mana, they become a creature. Uh, pay mana, become a creature is a recurring. Artifact type in adding in, in we've had lands becoming creatures yeah. in, in the previous and like two expansions over yeah like lands become creatures those are that's also a thing so vehicles are just one more type of X thing becomes creatures and that's pretty straightforward pretty easy to grok and understand um, whereas with Nissa's deck energy is a whole new type of counter like we've had other types of counters but I think every counter we've had has done something different. Experience counters do something different. Uh, energy counters do something different, obviously. Poison counters do something different. Uh, plus one, plus one counters do something different. It, it, it's also worth noting that when you guys were playing against me and I had the blue-green deck, it was very easy for you guys to forget that I had energy. Yeah, because it's brand new. And then it's more complicated and by con- you know by contention easier to misunderstand. And like when I was playing the Nizza deck, I forgot I had energy and could do things with it, so... Like the, the blue green deck is definitely it's the harder deck to understand on on the surface, but I think it's also the better deck for players who have that mentality. Well, yeah, of, of yeah. Like it, it's also playing the control. It's deck. the more competitive deck. Yeah, it is the more competitive of the two decks. So let's talk about things we liked about it. Starting, well, I'll let you look through those cards. We'll start with Shadow Wars. Um, I really do like the flavor of both of these decks. They 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 try like with several of the cards they try and focus around the Planeswalker, which is nice because these are Planeswalker decks. The idea is to get one of the more interesting cards that's ever been created in Magic, which are the Planeswalkers, make an easy-to-access one for new players, and just, you know, let people have fun exploring these characters and how they interact with the current set. And I expect to probably have more of these with different Planeswalkers that are relevant to whatever expansion is out. But I I do enjoy the flavor of the of the cards, and the fact that there are two different styles of play one of which I, I immediately rip onto because I do like to play the, the sort of red-white, aggressive, I-want-to-hit-you-in-the-face style. Um, and the other one for other different for other kinds of Aggro players. Aggro to the dog. I, I, I do very much like that they... These are... You can buy them separately, but they're pretty well sold in a set, and they're for two different players. I do appreciate that. All right. Um, my favorite things... There's a couple things I really like. I mentioned... The decks are much better. I was honestly surprised when I opened up the blue-green deck how many cards that are in it 
are cards that are highly sought after in competitive play. It's particularly funny because the first time he played through it, his statement was exactly... The opposite. There, there aren't any competitive cards in this deck. I, playing around with it, though, looking at all the cards, looking at the curve... The, one of the things I like about it, too, is blue-green is kind of known for being the big fatties deck, but and red-white red, bl- red is known for being the aggro deck. The red-blue deck is definitely the more aggressive deck. Blue-green. Sorry, the blue-green deck is definitely the more aggressive deck. I want it to be red-green. I love red-green. The blue-green deck is definitely the more aggressive deck. It's got more two-drops. The two-drops are super powerful. Its two-drops are its best creatures. And it's really well done. I like that they made Planeswalkers available. The Planeswalkers don't have to be good. They just have to be fun. And you get cards that seek out your Planeswalkers. So while there's only one Planeswalker in the deck, there are three cards to get your Planeswalker. Yeah. So they were able to do that without increasing the number of Planeswalkers. They, they also, do- an excellent design choice is the, the cards that seek out their Planeswalker cost one mana less than the Planeswalker itself. Yeah. So it's like, if you cast this card, unless you're stuck on mana stuck on lands, uh, odds are you're going to get that card. Not only that, but they have a significant... Both of them have a significant effect. The The red one, I think, is better. The I other, mean, the red one is definitely better, but uh, they, like, what does the green one do? I forgot. It puts a land on the battlefield tapped, yeah, but yeah. it costs four. So it puts you at five mana when it's done. Yeah, so like... So the, it ramps you into the Planeswalker. Yeah, so the, the green one ramps you, and the, the uh, red one burns a thing down. It hits something for six. So... They're definitely more fun to play. They're more, they've done a lot of interesting things. And they do a good job of explaining the mechanics to veteran players. Yeah. They're much more interesting to people who already play the game than the intro packs ever were. Yeah. Those, I always wrote those off. These, much more interesting. And honestly, there's a lot of cards that I would like to have that are in this these sets. You know, it's, so it's, as soon as we get done with this, I'm breaking down that red, that red white one and building a new one in its place. Yeah, but you're using a lot of... It's, it's a good shell to start yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Um, as opposed to other intro decks where it's like, wow, I've got two cards I can use out of this. Yeah. Alright. So now that you've gone through the Chandra deck, things you like. Um... Well, I did like with the, um... Whatever color it was. Uh, blue-green deck. Sorry. <laughs> I don't even, the other I don't even bother colors. to remember. The other two Sorry. colors. The only um, color not represented here is black. Sorry, because the... racist. Yes, they are. The blue-green deck, I liked the energy concept on it. Yeah? Yeah. I, that was the one thing I did seem to understand pretty well. I didn't, like, I had no idea this was a Planeswalker thing. Oh, yeah? I had no cards that dealt with Planeswalkers or anything like that. At the end of the day, it's three out of well, no, 60 cards. Well, no, because there's also the couple cards that, are, that get power, more powerful if you have the Planeswalker, so it's like... Five out of sixty, still, but still not much. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I mean, but they're still just creatures unless you have the planeswalker. <laughs> and he just yeah, went through half yeah. the deck before finding the planeswalker. Yep. Uh, looking through the red white deck, I didn't find her. She was the third to last card. Yeah. And so well, you know, wasn't shuffled, but yeah. that happens someday. Anything else that you like about that? Not really. Okay. Not I I feel like I just had a bad experience with this. Yeah. Uh, for, I I I like the red. I I like the red white. Uh, deck better. I like at my. I play a lot of. For, for those of you that know what these terms mean, I'm normally a blue black mill player. Which means he'd like. Which he'd like. Half to... the people listening to this that play Magic just groaned. Um, it's, it's a sort of inefficient roundabout way to win that doesn't really. 
it's the indirect roundabout way to win that no. is usually bad. Yeah, it's a bad deck, but it's fun. Because <laughs> I like to just say, hey, I grind you through your whole deck. I'm the Spike. He's the Johnny. Yeah. I like to, I, I like to find roundabout incorrect way. I like to play magic poorly. I'm good at playing magic. I like to play magic poorly. Uh, which is an intentional choice. Um, but at my, like, like that's the kind of deck I prefer to play, but at my heart, I'm a Boros player. Like, red-white is my, like, if, if I have to play competitively, red-white is my jam. I like to put lots of things down on the ground and punch you in the face until you just don't stand up again. And the Chandra deck does that really well. When it fires off, it will punch you in the face until you can't stand up. Like, uh, I think that, like, two out of the, two out of the four games that we played, I beat my opponent into the ground with Chandra. Um, just constantly bam, 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 bam. And then at one point, I think I burned you for exact dead. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a fun combo. It's a combo deck. I think, I think, I think, uh, uh, Chandra's deck, as opposed to being aggro, like the low end aggro. It's, it's that definitely it more is, mid range. It's more mid range combo. Uh, although there are one of the things that we talked about, it's a mid range combo deck that desperately wants to be an aggro deck. It desperately wants to be the aggressive one, and it can't. Um, like, it, it has a lot of low-cost cards that do really good things early on, but its payloads are really expensive. Like, its payload uh, in, in this... In Chandra's payload is herself being a six-drop card, a six-mana cost card, which, uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with the mana curve, typically the curve is... I mean, the curve is one to whatever, but... Typically, most of your cards are going to be two or three cost cards. Like, the major- the bulk of your deck is going to be two or three. Um, and your payloads are going to be expensive. Aggro decks don't want your payloads to be very expensive. Your payload, the thing that's going to win the, the, the payloads, the thing that's going to win the match, uh, is typically going to be a four drop the, in the, an aggro deck. The card that typically won my matches at the blue-green deck... One was a one drop, one was a two drop, and yeah. those were the payloads. Yeah, like you, you get want... it down early and you punch them in the face repeatedly. Whereas in this deck, the payloads are uh, let's see, Sky Skiff is a two drop and it's one of its payloads. But the one that most often wins you the match is either going to be, um, let me pull it out, Renegade Freighter, Renegade Freighter and Air Responders, which are three drops, or the Bombat Bazaar Barge, which is a four drop. And where is it? There's a five drop vehicle in there. Yeah, it, it, it's a five drop. I'm trying to think of what it is. I'm trying to think of its name. Ah, uh, where are you? It's somewhere in here as I search through it. But it, it's it's payload is expensive. Yeah, that, that's the point. Uh, it, it's more expensive than it wants to be. It's a mid rangey deck. Uh, no, it's a four drop. It's the uh, the Oval Chase Dragster. Yes, which is a four drop that just runs over your your opponents. Um. <clears throat> what 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 it really wants to do is it really wants to punch in hard and fast, but it just because it's high. We, we've it's, moved it's, off of things that uh, since yeah. Taku likes at this point. We're moving into his complaints. Sorry, 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 sorry. Let me let me let me let me switch back. Um, I like the I, I like vehicles. I think vehicles are probably my favorite my new favorite my favorite mechanic of the new set because um, they're interesting and different and they're flavorful. They're very flavorful as well and. While they are expensive, and by expensive I mean they cost you two cards and a bunch of mana, um, at least two cards I should say, they have a dramatic effect. You know, uh, Renegade Freighter is a three drop four three, so they're typically always 
undercosted for their power toughness, but then they also cost you a card to tap for, like it crews for two. This is um, going to be a great podcast. People who have no idea what magic the game is. I know, right? Is. I know, right? I, <laughs> I, I think we're we're going a little deep here. It it is, but I mean, we're gonna ha- have we're no talking about magic, talking so we about. have to. Um, that's why we said at the beginning, if we're saying term, we can't explain every term we're going to say, so if we're saying things you don't understand, go check it out. We're saying is the vehicles are super powerful creatures, but they require you to not use your other creatures to use them. Yeah. And if you don't have other creatures, then it's just a car in your driveway. But one of the things that they do to compensate for that are things like the veteran motorist, who, when he's crewing a vehicle, gives him additional power and toughness. Um, or the uh, gear shift ace, who when he's crewing a vehicle gives him first strike, or the uh, the one that gives him the haste. speed freak that gives him haste. Yeah, so like the deck has those cards. It's enough of those cards, but it has those cards that make vehicles worthwhile, and I like that about it. I like being able to run over my opponents. Conversely, I like what the energy deck, what Nissa's deck does with energy. You know, uh, sort of using a roundabout way to buff your creatures and get around the power of your opponent's creatures. And I, I, I really wish the other side of the deck, the other side of the table, would stop playing with the deck boxes. I have a point to make here. Um, yeah, so that's things I liked about it. Things that we didn't like. All right. So, oh, also one more thing that I liked that I forgot to talk about. Sorry, because you just reminded me. The so the intro packs that the intro packs that these replaced uh, came in a big box, and then there were just a deck of cards, and they had a booster pack, and pretty much nothing else. These Planeswalker boxes, Planeswalker uh, uh, decks, come with really nice art boxes that are large enough to fit the decks in sleeves in them, which is a very good point that I wanted to make. Anyways, sorry. Yeah, Things point, we don't like about. Point that I'm trying to make with these boxes. Uh, <laughs> pardon me to all the listeners, but I'm going to do an experiment with people around the table for a second. Take a look at these boxes. Mm-hmm. What color are these boxes? Uh, red and green. What color are the decks? Uh, red and white and green and blue. Do you, where is the white in this box and where is the blue in this box? Nowhere. Where is the white in this planeswalker and where is the blue in this planeswalker? Nowhere. These are not really the planeswalkers for the red, white, and the blue and the blue green decks. Well, like they're fla- they're flavorfully they're flavorful. They fit the setting. Nissa and Chandra are very important in the Kaladesh story, but. These characters do not necessarily entail a red-white vehicles deck or a blue-green energy deck. I disagree with that. Nissa specifically in the story has uh, came in attuned with ether. She became attuned with the natural energies of the land. And Chandra's a tinker, but that doesn't mean she's a vehicle ace. I mean, her her mother invents cool stuff. yeah, the problem is, Chandra and Nyssa are currently two of the five iconic planeswalkers. And vehicles are one of the coolest things in Kaladesh, so you kind of have to. But I agree, it's a bit odd that Chandra is red-white. And, like, these boxes don't show off those secondary colors. No. no. Like, they're very much like red deck, green deck. And that can be a bit misleading for someone who's going in. Yeah. That's fair. Like... That's my biggest complaint. Is like these 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 decks feel a bit misrepresentative of what the actual decks are. You know, like I can see in this a deck being blue green, but it it doesn't feel like the Planeswalker deck. It more feels like a blue green deck where Nissa is featured, and a red white deck where Chandra is featured. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, least favorite things. Going off that point really quickly, 
the Planeswalkers' abilities don't synergize with their decks as well. Like, Nyssa gains three life in an aggro deck. That's kind of a mid-range or late-game thing to do. Because it's like, I want to punch you in the face. Oh, look, stop. Let me heal myself. You don't want that. Um, and I mean, Chandra burns... Chandra Burns. That's which what she does. Ch- Chandra fits in better with her deck because her deck is more mid-rangey, which is a bit off-putting. The The green-blue deck, in my opinion, is built mechanically better because there's synergies, there's lots of energies, there's lots of payloads, there's lots of things to do. The red-white deck... So he mentioned the gear shift ace, yeah. which is a cool way to tr- equip vehicles, but only one out of the 60 cards is a gear shift ace. Yeah. You can have up to four of the same copy of a card. Yep. This, he actually mentioned the veteran motorist. You actually pulled a different creature out of your knowledge of that deck. No, I, I mentioned all three. Yeah, I mentioned yeah. all three. The gear shift ace, the one that gives haste, there's only one of him. And there's two veteran motorists. I feel like... And there's there's a bunch of... Ra- like, there's a one of... There's a mechanical lizard in the deck. Yeah. For no reason. Well, fast monitor. It's a mechanical lizard. I feel like you could have had another... Like, it doesn't even have Chandra in the art. Like, I, I, I would understand if this was like, oh, well, it's a thing that Chandra made, or her parents made. I'd understand that. Honestly, honestly, but... a big, scary, flaming mechanical lizard is more infitting with Chandra than some of the other cards in that It's deck. not flaming, though. It does not have fire breathing. And it gets menace. It it's, gains it's menace. It's scary. That's it. It's big and scary and angry. But and like Chandra's not scary though; and, she's and effective. It's not just flavor. <laughs> it, like me- mechanically speaking, it, <coughs> there's no reason for it to be in the deck. There's a three-two for two so hyena creature. You that's... have to you're, you you have to live through the encounter to be afraid of someone. <laughs> the, the the problem is it's it's mechanically the blue green deck was built mechanically synergistically. The red white deck was built flavor mechanically. Flavor. Off put. There's a lot more one ofs. There's I feel a lot like more one I feel like card. I feel like the Chandra deck was aimed more at flavor than than function, and the Nissa deck was aimed more at function than flavor. Then why is there a hyena in it? What this? Yeah. Why are there two hyenas in her deck? There's only it's flavor. Is there two? Or there's only one. The, but they're, they're they're there to pilot the vehicles because hyenas pilot vehicles. Okay. Don't yeah. question it. What these I are, these are dog-driven trains. One of the decks was built better than the other one from a mechanical standpoint. Yeah, they the were. planeswalkers were not mechanic. Like the decks were built supposedly around the planeswalkers, but I feel like the planeswalkers were just there half the time. I'm playing the blue green deck. I draw Nissa, and I'm like, "Well, that doesn't actually help me here." Yeah, let me play her down and blow her for a few cards. So, uh, Holly, what do you like? What don't you like? I just had a bad experience with the game. Um, I didn't like playing those colors. I was mana starved. Um, the, the decks are full of feel bads. Yeah, she, she's only yeah. she's only had the one game experience. I really like, yeah. I don't have a lot of experience with this. That's what, I thought you had had more. So yeah. Austin would me believe you had been playing more. But I hadn't. Sorry. They also they represent four of the five colors. No black. Yep. No black. Which which yeah I believe is Pookie's favorite color. Yes. <laughs> And I really like black, and it's just like... I also like black, but for very different reasons. <laughs> we arbitrarily left out black. Yep. Uh, to be fair, having one of them be two two colors and one of them be three colors would feel like an arbitrary decision as well. Yeah. So for me, I think the thing I, I don't like most about these two decks is that, you know, they, they don't function... They're not, they're not... Like, they're not... 
with the booster packs that came with the decks, I could build better decks. Actively. I built a better draft deck. Like, things that do more interesting stuff, quicker, better. You know, more to the point. I even, you can even make more flavorful decks. Because they're like, like Chandra, Chandra wants to be in a burn deck. Because what does she do? All three of her abilities deal damage. That's what she does. She throws fire around and leaves ashes in her wake. But her deck is a mid-range vehicle romp and stomp. Like, it, it, it literally is, I build, up, I build out a bunch of creatures, then put those creatures in vehicles and run over your face. Which is fine, but that's not what Chandra does. That's not what she has ever done in any incarnation. She has never relied on creatures. She has always relied on lighting your face on fire. So why doesn't she have any of the premium burn spells that are in this set? She doesn't have the uh, the the one drop. Uh, what's it? The uh, or one or two drop? The the, the spark one. Three, uh, welding sparks Ar- is a three drop. Yeah. Harness lightning is a two drop. Built to smash. Yeah. She has built to last instead of built to smash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you can tell by the her name. Deck, which... Her deck leans. She is a red. She is a red card. And her deck actually leans more on the white cards in it than the red cards. Which seems wrong. Like, Nissa's is definitely a green deck with a little bit of blue. Yeah. Nissa's deck is so much better. Yeah, and, and, and the fact that there is, that we can say one is better built is a thing I don't like. Yeah. Like, these should have been, these should have been balanced better against each other than they were. I think that's probably my biggest issue. Um, so, let's talk about cost... Cost of materials. Uh, cost of materials. So uh, you get a 60-card deck with two booster packs and the instructions The instructions for playing the game, specifically the play styles for each deck, and a deck box that can be used to fit a 60-card deck full of sleeves, or a 40-card deck with a sideboard um, full of sleeves for f- uh, 15 bucks each. I mean, the two boosters is $8 right there. Yeah. So that's a $7 for... Honestly, looking through the green blue deck, um, it's got two of the uh, the mana elves that right now are running for a buck or two each. It's got long tusk cub, which is a pretty decent uncommon. It, 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 and we would say all the art is gorgeous, but that doesn't need to be said when you're talking about magic together. Like, these are magic cards. They are full on magic. Magic economy is a weird thing, and it's hard to be like objective about it because. And like in the in the boosters that I I think in the boosters that we that I got I think I pulled enough money to pay for another one of yeah. these. So, like they paid for themselves in a way, and you can't guarantee that. But I think to you know for this amount of cards, that's a good shell of a deck, and with two additional booster packs and a deck box. Deck boxes by themselves can you know can be bought have to be bought for like ten bucks fifteen. Bucks. I, I also like. That you can get two of these, you can get both decks at once. And how much? It's twenty-five dollars to get both decks at once. Depends on the type. My previous biggest complaint about intro packs is they were twenty dollars for one deck, which meant it was forty dollars for two people to play the game. Yeah. Now for twenty-five dollars, both people have decks. Thirty. Thirty. It was a thirty. Fifteen each. I thought there was a, a combined deal. Uh, there. Uh, it, it depends on your local. It depends, game on, store. it depends on your local game store. Regardless, if you can get it for twenty five, sweet. If you have to play thirty, it's still ten dollars less to have two people play the game. And by the way, magic requires two players. Yeah, at least two players. 
who have both have to have separate decks. You can't just buy one deck and both people play with it. But these are, like I said, these are good. Like, if you're not... I'm not good at building decks. I'm not. I'm really not good at building decks. Piloting all day, but building not so much. Um, but if you're not good at building decks like me, these are a good way to get a good shell that you can then modify. Like, I can modify this into a good deck. I couldn't build it from the ground up as a good deck, but I can modify it to be a good deck. I'm going to be honest. For me, I'd much rather spend $15 and go to a draft. Yes. But I'm much more of... I'm the spike. Yeah. I like to be competitive. I like to... I like objectively good cards. We've done, we've done over 30 of these. We know your personality type when well, it comes to Magic games. the Gathering brings it out more than any other game. It's true. So yeah, uh, anybody else have anything they want to say on the materials? No? I Honestly, like... There is something, there is something to be said about the art. Because... The they put unique art in for the cards that are unique to these boxes, like the Chandra cards and this Chandra Planeswalker. Chandra Pyrogenius, in my opinion, looks a bit derpy. She looks. I, no, I honestly like her. I like her. She, I like her a lot. She looks. She looks really nice. I like she looks her. happy. The, the one. It's the only time we've ever seen Chandra happy. I she Why can't you enjoy her happiness? Because she should be on fire. Like that's that's that's, that's 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 the one thing that's unusual for me is her hair isn't on fire. Yeah. Which is her usual thing. But that, then I realize that's only when she's angry that she does that. Yeah. Like this is the only time we ever see her happy. <laughs> it's before she realized her dad is dead. <laughs> Spoilers. Um. But yeah. You know the art's good. It's fun. I like the I like the gremlins. Oh yeah. I think the gremlins are the, probably my fav- my new favorite tribe. <laughs> They're just goofy. <laughs> They're only in Kaladesh. They're oh. Kaladesh's version of goblins. Yep. What we're saying is, they're worth the money. Yeah. So like, if if you're interested in magic, if you're interested in these decks, actually, I was talking with some folks at RLGS when I went to buy these. Um, and I was talking with them about them, and, and a lot of players think this this is a, probably a better idea than the old, old intro pack. Like the people I was talking about, like, like, yeah, definitely give people a planeswalker, something fun to play with. Well, also, uh, like, instead of just uh, instead of a generically bad deck. Well, also, like the other intro packs, they were just like the other intro packs had no tagline. Like they had they had nothing that said you know why you oh baby. Pardon the baby crying in the background. He's suddenly hungry. Um, but the the other the other intro packs had no like through line. They had they had no real like overarching character to them. Uh, this one, you know, the, these Planeswalker decks, by their very nature, have a character to them in the Planeswalker, yep. who are these, these big, iconic heroes of the Magic Universe, who immediately draw in someone's like, oh, I get to play as Chandra, this amazing firebrand who burns everything in her wake. You know. Whereas, or Nissa, the most elfy elf to ever elf an elf. She's quite elvish. <laughs> no, she's not Fraley's. What? Freilis is the most elfy elf to ever elf elf. No, but Nissa is quite the elvish xenophobe. Like, Nissa is an elf. Like, Nissa is super elf, yeah. Super elf. Anyways. Um, but like other decks, I think the, the intro the intro deck that I remember was the first intro deck that I ever got was a Innistrad red-black deck. And it literally had no character to it. It was red-black demons. Yep. That was it. Alright. So, final thoughts on review scores. Starting with Pookie. I feel like I can't judge it well because I only played it once. Do you want to give it an NA? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm I just recused can't judge from it judgment. Well. 
the, the, has recused herself from judgment. We blame units for it. It's not his fault. <laughs> I think she just genuinely wasn't up for it just, at all during the week. Yeah, it's fine. I'm just, I just blame <laughs> units in general, though. All right. Shuttle course. Uh, I give it... I'm going to say a C+. Plus. They, now, now, here's the question. Are we rating them as a set or an individual? Uh, I'm going to rate them as a set. Okay. Uh, I, I'm, I'm giving them a C plus because they had a good idea. They wanted to go with it. They just kind of tripped and fell during the execution, and it creates yeah. kind of a, a sort of a mediocre experience for new players, and potentially a confusing experience, or no, a mediocre experience for veteran players, and potentially a confusing experience for new players because, like we said, none of the keywords had the reminder text. Um, if we were rating just the blue green deck. I would give it a much higher grade. But as a set, it's um, C+. Plus. Just for pretty much the same reasons. Like, they made an improvement. It's not a flat C. I did enjoy them. They're, they're kind of fun, but I don't... This isn't how I want to play Magic. Yeah. This isn't the way I want to... When I think Magic, I want to draft. I want to build the deck. I want... The commander decks that they made are really good. Their commander decks have lots of great cards. They're well-built. They're constructed around a theme. The blue-green deck would easily be a B. It was built around a theme. It's thinner, It's synergistic. It's flavorful. It's fun. Uh, I feel like Chandra, they fell into their kind of intro deck. Loop. Loop. So, C+, better idea? Yeah. Forced, I, though. I think if I were to rate their older intro decks, I'd probably give them a D. Yeah, plus, that sounds about right. Because they don't want to make me play Magic. Yeah, uh, and and so this is definitely a step up, and, I, and I'm actually going to agree with the C plus. Is like this is a there's room for improvement. It's a step in the correct direction, and I want to support them in that. So this is like like if if I you know I I do not regret having bought these. I don't think these I don't think this is a bad purchase. Um, as Magic cards, you know, and obviously I don't regret buying anything that we buy for review because we review them and get something out of them and, and we make content with that. But, um, like, as a Magic deck, I don't regret buying this, and I did enjoy playing with them, which is the key there. Like, like regardless of how well put the decks are, I enjoyed playing with both of them. Um, so there, that's sort of the, the, the key there. So definitely is good. Like, I can't give it lower than a C+. Plus. Um, but it, the, there, like I said, we, there's definitely issues. There's you know, uh, not nearly mechanically well. Like, like it's not a good enough deck to justify, you know, the price. At least, at least not. I mean, it, the deck quality of the deck. If I'm if I'm looking to buy a pre-built deck, I would expect to buy a much the, better the green blue deck, deck, not the red than, white one. Than the red white one. Whereas the green blue one's like, yeah, I would expect that level of competency. I mean. Ultimately, my biggest complaint about Chandra's deck is I don't think I've ever seen Chandra use white mana ever, and this is supposedly a deck about Chandra. <laughs> I think she has once, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's the... Uh, that's the uh, what's the name of the set? <laughs> is it just Chandra Kaladesh? And Nish- it, it's, it, it's, it's, it's Kaladesh Planeswalker it's the, decks. The Planeswalker decks. Yeah, they're they're the, the only ones that exist currently. The Kaladesh Planeswalker decks. Uh, Chandra and Nissa specifically. So yeah, this has been them. Uh, if you if you, you know if you're looking for a new thing, if you've been burned by intro pe- intro decks before, I think this is definitely a step in the right direction and worth your time. If you're teaching somebody to play magic, like if you're teaching somebody to play magic, I think these decks are definitely. Oh, yeah, worth if, it. if if you're teaching someone to play and you can tell them what the keywords mean, 
go for it. Yeah. Like, if you're if you're brand new to Magic and never played before, you might want to... Have somebody with you. Cast someone with you, or, like, have the have the manual on hand so you can know what the keywords do. Or, if you're just really casual and you don't want to dedicate the time to building a deck. Yeah, that too. I think these are perfectly valid options for all of those things. Um, and because they are standard legal, you can take it, modify it, and take it to your FNM. Or take it to any other uh, event that you want to take it to. So, yeah, this has been those. We have been Final Show Films, and we produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. Check us out on at FinalShowFilms.com. You can also check us out on our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash FSFilms. Uh, we like to thank our patrons that support us, but especially thank our $25 supporters, uh, Chris Comfort and Antitonic, without whom we wouldn't be able to do a lot of things that we do. Uh, we'd also like to thank, uh, and, and if, if, sorry, if you want to support us financially, but you don't want to do a monthly payment with Patreon, we do have a one-time donation button on our website. So you go to website, com, click the PayPal donate button uh, to give us a one-time donation. We really appreciate that. It helps us continue to do the things that we do. Thank you all very much, and we'll see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.